welcome to the Irresistible Marketing Pod, the podcast that wants you to stop internalizing imposter syndrome and start questioning whether the system that has you feeling like an imposter was built to keep you out in the first place. Over here, we support a screw a seat at true table, we're building our own sort of attitude. And changing systems from within, we support that too. Anyway, I'm your host, Issa Gauchi, your marketing confidence cheerleader and owner of the Emisa Messaging Digital Marketing Agency for Small Business Baddies. In this episode, I have a delightful chat with writer Ellie Tallheimer about how she taps into her inner chad to boost her confidence in situations where she feels like an outsider. I loved this hilarious approach so much, I just had to share it with all of you. Here is our chat. I'm Ellie Tallheimer. I am a freelance writer mostly a travel adventure writer in Portland, Oregon. Yes, and um, wildly productive. You've created several of your own books. We recently met at an event here in Portland called Greet and Grow, and at Ellie's booth, she she had like just take books I wrote. (laughs) Just kind of casually, um, and... I knew we were going to be friends because like when people were kind of streaming in and I think we we, we were being advanced upon by like some men in suits, if I remember correctly. (laughs) And um, Ellie looked at me and she goes, at times like this, I call on my inner Chad. And I just looked at her and started laughing. And I was like, you're like your inner mediocre white man. And she was like, yeah, kind of. I just didn't want to say just in case. Which made me laugh so hard. And so we wound up getting coffee later after that event and talking about Ellie's extraordinary um, journey as a business owner and um, her extraordinary confidence to be able to be a travel writer during COVID and a business (laughs) owner during COVID and how using her inner Chad as a tool has helped her do all this cool stuff. So Ellie, how did you get in touch with your inner inner Chad? Well, I think um, the pandemic really did a a number on me and my family. And uh, as you can imagine, the travel writing industry kind of faltered. (laughs) So um, I, after my youngest son went to kindergarten, I relaunched my business and I was feeling a little bit tentative. I didn't know what the market was like. Everything had gotten scrambled with the pandemic. I didn't know. And um, I was simultaneously relaunching my freelance writing business and also selling, trying to sell my novel. And what that meant was I had to do a lot of hustling and I had to do a lot of self-promotion and I had to, um, just ask for people to give me things a lot, um, or just give me a chance, give me a moment, give me a a coffee day, you know? Uh, and there was this internal barrier to, to doing that at first. Um, the little voice inside myself that said, um, what, who are you to ask this person for a favor? Who are you that people will want to hear what you have to say? Who are you to, um, stand up and say you're a novelist? And I didn't really appreciate that voice. 
<laughs> like, uh-uh, I don't, I don't know. So um, a tool that I just came up with was my inner chat. So my inner, my inner mediocre white guy who walks into the room. Of course you want to give him attention. Of course you want to help him. Of course you want to give him space and let him talk for a really long time. You know, that guy. Um, and so I thought about, you know, what would Chad do? What would Chad do? And then I just went with it. And um, it's opened up, you know, uh, opportunities for me, frankly. So internally, like it flipped a switch for you where like you weren't giving yourself permission to like ask for the coffee date or introduce yourself as a novelist. And you're like, Chad wouldn't be like, Chad would just be like, of course I'm a novelist. Or Chad would yes. just be like, of course that person wants to have coffee with me. Yes. Yeah. Um, because I, it's not like I, I would know what I needed to do. Like, this is what I need to do. And then there is whenever I felt like that sinking feeling of stopping myself from doing what I knew I needed to do, or like that tentativeness is when I called upon Chad to step forward and help me out. And <laughs> I just channeled him. Yeah. And you mentioned that you kind of got in touch with your inner Chad when you were relaunching a lot of stuff. So it sounds like you had, you already had experience as a writer. You already had experience as with running a travel writing business beforehand. Um, what was it like doing that before you had Chad as a tool? I, well, I really just think that's a, that was, um, a different world really. Um, because I was just, I was, I felt pretty confident back then. I had a, a fair number of um, uh, just connect. I was really in the industry and, and connected and I had um, uh, kind of some, some momentum going and then I had kids. And that's really when the momentum stopped. So I didn't feel like before Chad um, and before kids, it was, I, I ran up. Well, I guess I did. I ran up against it a little bit. I really leaned heavily into an organization. Um, and I think that probably with the people who listen to this podcast, I hope they have an organization, like a networking or organization like I did. It's called the Portland Society. And so it was a group of um, professional women who are passionate about cycling and um, they owned businesses, they were professionals, they uh, were freelancers and we got together every month and listened to speakers and went to boot camps. And that lasted for about 10 years. It's no longer out there anymore. Um, it kind of died with the pandemic, but um, it was very much old school Portland kind of organization. Um, but I, I, I leaned pretty heavily on that and into that support. Um, so that was helpful for me back then. It was really, I, I really had to, you know, Chad became a tool 
as in this brave new world that I stepped into when I felt like I had less footing and less of an idea of what was going on as I'd been down like a desperate black hole of nothingness during the pandemic. <laughs> I actually think that's such an important part of your story that you bring up that so many people, including myself, can relate to. Like before I opened my business and I was coming up in my career and like launching a marketing agency for someone else, I had like a lot of industry connections. I had people that were mentoring me. I had people that were opening doors for me and like inviting me places and like literally externally giving me permission and opening doors. And then it's so different when that context is gone and you're like, wait, who's opening doors for me? Who's giving me permission? Like what, what are like the rungs of the corporate ladder I go through? Like, where's the org chart when it's just me? <laughs> like where's the org chart in COVID? And especially if you are someone socialized as a woman or someone who's like not conditioned to assume everyone wants to give you opportunities or everyone cares what you have to say or everyone thinks you're professionally qualified and interesting to just be like, wait, what? So it's so cool that you kind of immediately when that self-doubt started creeping in, had that awareness to be like, I don't think if I were a Chad, I would be worried about this. Yeah. I mean, because in, in my experience, I I've seen, I've seen Chad, I've seen Chad flourish and thrive and go up the ladder. And I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> what is going on? And, you know, I've liked a little bit of, but you know, you can only have tincture of Chad. You can't have full Monty Chad. You've got to have tincture, little drops of Chad because, um, Ultimately, there's a like, there's a lot to learn from Chad. He, he's at the top of the pyramid. Um, and we want to learn from the ways that Chad is successful. But also, um, we can't take too much Chad because uh, we don't want to be dicks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's probably pretty lonely up there at the top of the pyramid and hard to connect with others and ultimately very lonely when everything is about you. Um, so just tincture of Chad, drop, drop, drop. <laughs> tincture of Chad. Yes. I love that so much. Like it was funny. We were, when we were at coffee, we were joking. I was like, I want you and Chad to come on the podcast, to talk about this as a tool, but even in the language, we're like talking about Chad as the tool. Like you're not in Chad 24 seven because like we're, we're kind of resentful of Chad. We're resentful of the 24 seven Chad's. <laughs> Oh, man. Ah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> Many parts about Chad, but we can, we can celebrate the parts of Chad that do work, especially for us, you know? Um, thanks, Chad. Thanks. Thanks, Chad. And then also like use the boost of the tincture of Chad to like use that power to make it better for like the people we're paving the way from for our own communities um and like to like give each other a lift and so that also leads into you mentioned something that I think is so important for entrepreneurs which was you had this really amazing um cycling community um so because you've been so independent it sounds like for quite a while as a writer as your own business owner one of my questions I sent you in our pre-interview package was like, were you 
emotionally supported by the people around you when you're like, I'm going to be my own boss. I'm going to go into business by myself. Um, how, what were people's reactions when you're like, I'm Ellie, I'm my own boss. Or when you made that decision, how did that come about? <laughs> um, I feel very, uh, lucky to like that, that community, the Portland society community was very supportive. Um, of course there's like where I'm from pretty much would think whatever I did was ridiculous. So that was just, that was a consistent and continues to be a, a consistent. <laughs> so that's, you know, just like an undercurrent, but the Portland society was really supportive. And also my partners were really supportive of me, um, doing that. He, uh, he is, he is truly generous in his, in his support of me. So I feel really lucky. Um, I know a lot of other folks come up against lots of barriers going forward. Have you, um, leaned on Chad or other sources when you encounter pushback about for people like the naysayers or the doubters about like, you're running your business in a pandemic or like you can be your own boss. Like how just did to, just to clarify, I did not run a business through the pandemic. I like relaunched it afterwards. Everything went into the garbage. <laughs> okay. okay. So still, still impressive. Cause thank you. I'll take that. Chad would say, yes, girl, it is impressive. Yes, I am. I am. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Running a business at any time, any context, anywhere is impressive, yeah. but I know particularly yeah. being in the travel writing industry post pandemic yeah. has been, it's a specific thing for yeah. sure. Um, but when you run into naysayers about your line of work or being your own boss or having a business, um, do you lean on Chad or other tools to like bolster your confidence and following your own path? Um, it's interesting, like there occasionally is like, in the past has been an editor who pushes boundaries or is like disrespectful of my time or, you know, in the past there's been like applying for grants and um, just like misogyny and stuff like that. Going, I've definitely like experienced things like that. But really the biggest barriers that I've found um, and the biggest pushback that I get is inside of myself and, um, and believing the cultural, um, the cultural standards that are all around us and tell people that they can't or they shouldn't or to be quiet or they're not good enough. Um, so those sort of internalized, um, uh, that internalized psychology is where I fight most against. And um, chat is a good tool and there's a lot, I mean, it, it's been a work in progress. Um, it's the, it, you have to come at it from all angles, I think, to deprogram yourself from, from this culture. That is so funny you say that. I've been um, working with, well, I am my first client, but also my marketing confidence cheerleading clients. And we'll talk a little bit about the naysayers and the doubts. And then sometimes we'll all get into, so like, so who says that to you? And they'll be like, wait, I don't think anyone actually said that. To me. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm like, so you're saying that to you. Okay. But you see, and that's where Chad comes in because he doesn't say that to himself. He has, he doesn't experience that voice. That voice is not inside of him. (laughs) So it's just like a stretch of imagination. What would happen if this voice wasn't here? What would happen? What could happen? And um, you basically, it's just a tool of expansiveness, of imagination. It is. I think like we were actually, we were joking and it had us boring. Like we were literally yeah. <laughs> in the coffee shop echo. Cause I, I invited you on the podcast and you're like, sure, Chad will come host it for you. Yeah. And he'll be like, that's great. You want to run it. That's really cute. You want to run your own little podcast. Let me run it. I'm just going <laughs> to over and I'll start asking you questions. No way. I'll just talk. Chad will come man spread all over it. <laughs> give you some tips. And we're, we're just laughing and, um, like Chad was like, of course you want me on your podcast. <laughs> I'd be happy to, but it was really funny though. Cause like it changed the energy and I'm imagining like, if you're someone who, um, like I actually have had people I've invited on the podcast and they, um, are terrified. They're like, I don't know if I can do it. I'm going to get so anxious. Like what, what if I say the wrong thing? What if I make people mad? Um, like, like it like really comes up with like an anxiety block or something similar, like being invited on a podcast and they're like, it's bringing up all these fears. So I'm wondering what would happen if you asked like, okay, so what, what if you were Chad, how would he feel about being invited on the podcast? <laughs> and then if, if you literally just start making it funny, like him, like being like, sure, I'll host it for you. Like, how does that change your own internal energy? And then, how, and if you start laughing about it, does that open up like some space for you to be like, okay, how have I been uninviting myself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> It, it does. And I think that the levity is really nice too. Cause you know, we laugh instead of cry. <laughs> it's so much better. Yeah. We, we laugh instead of cry. And then also I've been, um, so I've got this program. I'm, I'm thinking a lot about the body and how like emotions manifest in the body right now, just because of this program marketing, witchery week I'm teaching next week. And I'm thinking about like that one person that was so anxious about like coming and talking on a podcast and having people hear that, hear them and maybe saying the wrong thing and like just describing it. Like, I don't know if you can, I know y'all listening can't see us, but like just describing this, I feel like my shoulders hunch, um, my jaw get tight and I, I just get like kind of tighter and like more coiled. And then I started talking about how Ellie and I started laughing about Chad hosting my podcast for me. And I'm like leaning back and like (laughs) swiveling in my swivel chair. My arms are open. Uh, And then like the energy like totally changes. And then like when I start talking about laughing, Ellie herself starts laughing. So it's not just my energy changing. It's the other person I'm in conversation with. And it's just interesting sorry to go on a woo-woo tan- tangent um we like we like <laughs> yeah it's true and you can you can look at chad as a force of evil or you could look at him as a force of good and i prefer to look at him as a source of inspiration <laughs> and also it's kind of fun to laugh at him a little bit <laughs> <laughs> 
laugh at him a little bit. Take him yeah, as a- I'm interested. You do so much great work with your clients. And um, I'm interested to, to see if this is a tool that will, you know, this is just something that I like made up, pulled right out of my, you know, and um, it's interesting <laughs> if that could like become a, a tool for others to see if they jive with Chad, you know, or it could be Tad or it could be, you know, um, I don't know, Todd. Okay. So, um, before I forget, we'll put Ellie's and my socials, of course, in the show notes, but if you use Chad or however you want to name your inner man spreader, um, if you use them as a tool to go after professional opportunities or feel better about ones you're nervous about, can you post about it and tag us? Cause we'd love to hear about it. So, um, Tag me. I'm at Marketing Confidence Cheerleader on Instagram and at Confidence Cheerleader on TikTok. And Ellie, if you want to shout out yours, though, of course, these will both be in the show notes as well. Um, I'm on Instagram uh, and Chad is largely in charge of my Instagram, by the way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And that's at PNW underscore hedonism. And that's all I have. Awesome. I, I, I haven't joined the masses of young, of young folk on, on the TikToks or the next thing. I don't know. What is the next thing you, you, you should tell me what's the next thing past TikTok. I don't know. I'm not young. Um, hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, but if you ever talk to someone who is young, let ask them and then tell me. If It'll like go up through the gym. The information will percolate through the generations. If you are a youth, please explain the socials to us. Tag <laughs> <laughs> us. Um, <laughs> okay. So Ellie, I'm wondering if, um, do you have any examples of um, like specific ways you've utilized Chad? I was curious, you mentioned like, um, I don't know if you're comfortable going into this, but how does Chad respond when you encounter misogyny, either externally or internalized misogyny? Mm. Well, let's see. I have, I have really good, it's kind of like oblique to your question a little bit, but I have some good concrete examples of how Chad has participated in me uh, having like opening up opportunities for myself. Would that be an appropriate way to answer that question? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So when you're, so I'm looking for representation for my novel and you have to sell yourself and you have to ask, you have to reach out to people in the industry and everyone that I know I'm reaching out and I'm asking for meetings and I'm asking to connect. And, um, how I've really used Chad is uh, they're just asking for blurbs. Like I, I reconnected with an old professor who's a published author and I asked for a blurb for my novel. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to bother her. Oh, she probably is doing so many important things and da, da, da. and um, just interrupting. Ch- Chad's really good at interrupting in real life and in head (laughs) so Chad interrupts and then he's like uh no this person wants the opportunity to help a uh 
emerging writer. This person has made it in certain ways and might be open to, and you will never know that you will never get a yes if you don't ask the question. The, the answer will always be no if you don't ask the question. So in getting these meetings with like uh, book publicists and people who know uh, people in the press, in certain academic presses, I've been reaching out and just asking, asking, asking when my normal inclination would be, um, oh, I don't want to bother them. Oh, that is too much to ask. That's too much to ask for just me. And so he's really helped in that context. He's helped um, uh, with my hustle. Uh, Wait, someone... can I just pause and say like, of course, okay, sorry. <laughs> not worried about being a bother. Chad is what? like, of course I'm not a bother. I'm a blessing. <laughs> yeah, he's like, good for you that you get to interact with me. This is great for you. This is yeah. really great for you. Chad is not worried about bothering anybody. It's he, no. He's it like, welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I've just made your day. Yeah. Or possibly your entire life. He's um, like, good for you. You know, he would probably say, um, great for you to connect with me because I'm gonna be famous really soon. And then I'll like be able to be beneficent connection to you. You're welcome. You're well, you're welcome in advance. <laughs> yes. And if I could just like um, highlight this for my people, because one thing a lot of my marketing confidence cheerleader people struggle with is making a repeat ask in marketing, which mm -hmm. is actually something you have to get comfortable with, especially in a launch. You can't just say something one time in your marketing and be yeah. like, why aren't I sold out? Um, you have to get comfortable repeating yourself and repeating offers. And then also um, for something like testimonials or like you're, you're sending a direct message to like a super aligned client and you're like, this is a perfect alignment and you haven't heard back in a week. And then so many people just let that go. And mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, the times where I've made that sale or I've gotten that the most glowing rave review ever when I sent one or two follow-ups, like you are just letting those fly out the window because you don't want to bother them when absolutely. like, you know? <laughs> absolutely. And, uh, I have used Chad for that too. The follow-ups for work for, uh, you know, when I haven't heard from an editor, but we had chatted about some work, I follow up and then I follow up. You can't like sit there and expect an embossed invitation. You know, you have to like go for, keep on going for it because I think it's, and it's about um, having confidence in uh, what you have to offer. Like, yes, like no one's going to be mad at you for offering this really great thing. And it's just like, when you're talking about um, having your clients repeat things and just remind people. First of all, people need reminders all the time. And then second of all, I find that when, you know, uh, when I find myself in that situation, I think of it, and especially this was selling books too, when I used to sell books, it was so much easier to think about the, when you ping people, like you're giving them an opportunity you're inter you are giving them a not, you're not trying to sell something. You're giving them an opportunity to have this thing that would help them or that would, um, uh, and you're trying to like 
elbow into the space of their busy, busy lives to give them this thing that will benefit benefit them. So I feel like a re- that kind of reframing can help a lot when you're just like pitching, pitching, pitching into the darkness, you know? Yeah. Great time for tincture of Chad where like, I'm not bothering. I mean, like, it's one thing if you harass someone, but if it's like one or two follow-ups or like it's, if it's in your own marketing, repeat your offer as much as you want. <laughs> like, you can say whatever you want in your own space as many times as you need to. And you're not bothering anyone because they can unfollow. But if you're just like doing one or two follow-ups with someone who's like already engaged with you, that is a great time. Both of these instances, great time for tincture of Chad. (laughs) I'm sure the only reason they haven't bought it yet or taken me up on my offer is because they just got a catastrophic phone call and couldn't take me up on my offer the first time they saw it or (laughs) some other And they just were lifing. You know, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're going to be so relieved. I reminded them, and they're not going to miss on this incredible opportunity. And they'll be so thankful that here I am again, reminding me of this thing. They would be absolutely devastated if they missed out on. <laughs> Great time for tincture of Chad. Yeah, and and you're welcome. And you're welcome. <laughs> Isn't that like a Disney song? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I interrupted. You were going to give me another instance when um, you've leaned into Chad for, for an opportunity you might not have otherwise gone after. Let's see. I channel Chad. Um, channel uh, Chad is good even in just like day-to-day interactions um, because people, I feel like Chad takes up space. He takes up space. He doesn't like it's, it's kind of easy to ask people questions because people love to talk about themselves and people it's rarely have the skill set to ask other people questions. And that's just how our culture is, um, mostly. Uh, but I, when I find myself in conversation and people will say, Oh, how are things going? I will, I will say I'm relaunching my business. This is what I'm doing. And this is how it's going. And I just get the word out. And even if this person that I'm talking to is a nurse or a whatever, sometimes those conversations can lead to other opportunities. And it's like in day to day, just like take up space and say your story and say it proudly. And um, uh, that didn't always come easily for me. That is something I've worked on. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Oh, okay. So without tincture of Chad, you might've just been like, oh, fine. How are you? Let's yeah. talk about you. Oh, what, how is your business? How is your job? Da, 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 da. Cause you know, people love talking about themselves and I actually am a, I'm really curious about people too. Like I am just a person who likes to hear people's stories, but like sometimes it's time to take up space. I feel like, uh, so much of what I was taught when I was you know, growing up was like, be as small as possible to give other people space. And it's time to take up space. Just tincture of Chad though, right? Like don't, you know, don't alienate, <laughs> but like take up space. This we deserve, we deserve to be my keynote. <laughs> what? This dinner party is now my keynote address. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> 
<laughs> this soliloquy begins now. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> feel free to tip. Uh, <laughs> somebody please take notes? Thanks. <laughs> You're going to want to write this down, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too far, too far. Bring it in. Um, <laughs> concentrate the Chad. Um, I mean, dilute the Chad. Dilute the Chad. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Dilute the Chad. Other way. Um, Several drops under the tongue. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Follow with three nice glasses of water. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, I, I used Chad to go to the, to the, um, to the event that I met you at. Oh, I will. Cause that's, that's when, how we connected. Tell me yeah. about, how, cause that was a networking. That was a stretch for me as well. Um, tell me how, what role Chad played for you at Greet and Grow. So, um, I, so just freshly relaunched my business and, I was looking for opportunities in the outdoor industry and came across Prosper Portland and then this event. And I'm like, I'm just relaunching. How, how can I be a part of this event? And then I just looked at the application and I was like, why don't I just apply? Why don't I just apply? Just apply. You know, I'm like, okay. And then they accepted me. And I was like, holy crap, I don't have any materials. I don't have anything ready. I haven't like, uh, like rebranded anything. I haven't thought about things, you know? And I was just like, no channel my chat. And I just threw some shit together. I just threw my, some shit together, got some writing samples, um, did a, a DBA, um, from my publishing business and my content creation business, um, name, which was into action publications. And I was like, we're just changing it to into action content going forward and so I just plowed forward made some materials and went there and then like made sure you know and I was just like no we're just doing this we're pushing this out and I got to meet you and um I actually a couple of other opportunities came up and so it was yeah it was good yeah that's so that's so interesting you say that because like from an outside perspective, like Ellie's booth looked like she had her shit together. <laughs> it was just like, she'd written this like really gorgeous guidebook. I think it was like, um, uh, like a, a brewery guidebook for cycling. And it was this like gorgeous book. And there are other things there are all these examples of her writing and her examples. So like, I never would have guessed she had any sort of confidence wobble. Cause I was like, this is a writer, man. This is, a." <laughs> um, and so it's so interesting because so many of my, even my marketing confidence cheerleading clients are really accomplished people. They're really, really accomplished people and they don't know it. Like they don't know it, like, and it, the way they don't know it is reflected in the way they price their stuff. It's mm -hmm. reflected in pushing way too much stuff into their offers because they're feeling insecure. So they're like, I'm going to overwork myself. And then maybe I'll feel better about charging money for my work, even mm -hmm. though it's already good. Um, and so it's so important to find something that gets you to feel like it's enough. It's enough. I'm good enough. Mm -hmm. that you can stop sabotaging your business by undercharging and overworking. So um, if finding a chat is the tool that works for you, yeah, 
because we need something that lets you take up your space and go after your opportunities. All right. Sorry. That's what I, I really love about your approach in your marketing business, because you do approach it from inside out. And I think that is so completely essential um, for success, especially with the kind of clients that you're working with. Um, and it's just, I don't know. I, I, and it makes me wonder why is everyone not doing that? <laughs> like, is this, this, why is this so novel? This is where, it, this is where it's at. Ew. I mean, I don't know why everyone isn't doing it, but I like my life. <laughs> <laughs> so you, we came together at that event because we both knew how brilliant each other was. <laughs> yeah. Our, our inner chats were like, bro. 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 <laughs> um yeah and you said okay you said your chad runs your social media tell Mm -hmm. me tell me a little bit about that so in my particular line of work and where i want to go i have to have a social i don't have to but it is very helpful to have a social media presence and i um don't want to uh, <laughs> um, but I know I need to because I want to be successful. And this is just, sometimes you got to put it on your big girl panties and go forward in life. And so, um, and I do also, I like it some, I like the connection and stuff, but it's just not my, it's not what I would naturally do. And I have to, uh, like, part of what I need to do is share my work. And also I'm trying to share opinions about different books I read, um, which is kind of vulnerable and, um, and kind of like shout out other businesses. And so I've got to do this stuff and I'd rather just be quiet, but I can't. And so I kind of just let him take the reins and he, he goes and he's like, Hey, look what I wrote. Look at this. It's pretty good. It's about this interesting thing. Great. I just made um, your whole life better. I just completely changed your life. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, he's helpful. He's helpful for that. Um, I feel like I sound a little bit like a psycho. <laughs> I feel like I like the what is a split personality? I don't know. He's helpful. I don't think you sound like a psycho. I I I actually I forget which podcast episode it was. I think it might've been one I recently did on like what it really took for my business to make it two years. Um, And one of the things that like the thoughts has made it so I can actually keep going, (laughs) especially in like the slump part is practicing the, the belief that, um, my thoughts are valuable to other people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And the reason that's important as conceited as that sounds is that I, well, first of all, a belief is just a thought that you think over and over and over again until it's habit. So cool thing about that is you can choose your beliefs and you can just practice thoughts until they become beliefs, which is dope. Um, Mm -hmm. The reason I want that as a belief is because that makes me feel like content has purpose. And then when I have a like an idea that personally lights me up, then I'm like, okay, if it's lighting me up, then it'll light somebody else in my audience up. And so 
I'm choosing to believe if it's lighting me up, it's because someone else that's connected to me needs to hear it. Now we're in the future, um, which is also cool. Um, so I'm practicing that my thoughts are valuable to other people. And so if I have a thought that lights me up, I have to share it because it's going to help somebody else. Otherwise, what's the point of content? <laughs> you know? So, um, you should make like a 365 page uh, affirmation calendar with these things in it. <laughs> so you can look at one every day. Yeah, I li- I really like that. I like that. But like, but who does it hurt, right? Who does it hurt to think my thoughts are valuable to other people? Because then if you're like, if, if you're like, I'm sharing this because it's going to help somebody else. Doesn't that like bring so much purpose um, and like community and giving and generosity and like nurturing energy to your marketing, which makes it so much more like inviting anyway, which is what we want our marketing to do. We want it to be inviting and welcoming and attractive to people. Um, So we need that belief first to make it attractive and welcoming and inviting and nurturing. And if we're just like, well, I'm just going to throw some thoughts out there and I don't know if they matter and like blah, 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 blah. That's kind of like putting emotional labor on whoever receives it to like tell us yeah. they're valuable first. Right, right. It was not as attractive. It's and so, yeah. I, I think that like partner to that concept is like, yeah, this is a really cool idea that, that lights me up and also, and, and it will help other people, but also like, this is a really awesome thought period. And it just holds merit and it is his own ecosystem as just being brilliant in and of itself. You know what I mean? And just like that, that holds and to have that kind of confidence in your ideas is, is something that I'm working towards. It's like as, as a, as a writer and a novelist, like this holds, no one else may want to buy it or, but I believe in this. This is something that, um, you know, and like writers, you can hear an artist over, you know, you, you hear about journeys where people tell them no and no and no and no and no and no and no until they get a finally a yes. But that the thing that kept them there was that just like integrated belief in this is great. So I think that paired with like, this is, you know, this is great in and of itself, self-supporting. And then this will also be great for other people, you know? Yes. What if you feeling like this is great or knowing it's great is what makes it great? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because like, also, I feel like when I get a creative download like that, it feels like almost holy to be woo-woo again like a creative download like that just gets channeled like that and it's this exciting idea that lights me up it's almost like nature or something and you're plugging into something bigger yeah and it's like it's like art or nature or music or a sound and you're right it doesn't need anybody else or anyone else's reaction to be as amazing as it is and yet still like um it does tend to attract that sort of reaction, <laughs> you know, it doesn't need that, but because it is beautiful on its own, people yeah. notice. It's like the partners in crime. They're great partners in crime. 
Yeah. But like, you do need the belief to like, and the trust to be able to bring it into the world in the first place. Mm -hmm. And the only reason you won't is if you are get like, who am I to bring it into the world or who am I in it, you know? So we need that tincture of Chad to be Tincture of Chad, man. Because I mean, look what they, you know, (laughs) look what Chad brings into the world. You can do at least that good. I mean, the tincture of Chad, though, because sometimes he brings not great stuff into the world. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Couple drops under the tongue. <laughs> then drink a glass of water. Um, <laughs> dilute him. Maybe it should be like made into naturopathic pills, you know, those like little sugar. <laughs> <laughs> less is more, less is more. <laughs> yeah. I am curious, has Chad ever gotten you into any trouble? Um, he has not yet gotten me into trouble. Um, I did, what did I say? Um, uh, I thought, yeah, 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 no, he hasn't gotten me into trouble yet. I think it's just because if you're so far swinging to the other side of Chad, that it's going to be really, I mean to test the limits of Chad so much that you get in trouble because of it is you're going to have to really swing very far. Um, uh, the, the best example is uh, I used to live kind of nearby a famous author and I didn't know him that well, but I knew his husband and I emailed the husband to see if he would uh, blurb my book. And um that was kind of a super ballsy move that might make it awkward to see the husband like running around the neighborhood or whatever. Um, but also he might just not care, you know? So it's like nowhere near trouble. Like, and I could just see him and whatever the answer is no. And if you don't ask. And so he never got back to me. Um, but that's okay. I just tried. And that's like, I don't know. It's very mild. That's not trouble. That's just like, I don't know. You try all of the different ways and then you hopefully will be eventually successful. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. But that'll be really reassuring for listeners to hear that. Like if you are not naturally a Chad leaning on a tincture of Chad as the tool to go after opportunities you might psych yourself out of, hasn't gotten Ellie in trouble yet. No, and I'm really leaning into it. So we'll see how, where it gets me. You know, I think that this, like, I see it all the time, this, this, this cultural value of modesty, which I, I, it just gets us in trouble because it's just horseshit. Modesty is for, it's like, it's just dishonesty. It's dishonesty that we, it's, it's dishonesty that we start to believe because words have power. And we're like, oh no, you know, it's modesty is definitely different than humility. Humility is like a, is like a deeply held, you know, it's just who you are. But modesty is knowing you're awesome, but then saying something that the meat that like downplays yourself. And I feel like lots of times we do that because we think that's a virtue and we want to be virtuous, but really we just we box ourselves into something that ultimately is not useful for us. Have you seen The Great? I haven't. What is that? I love it so much. It's a show on Hulu about it's uh, Catherine the Great, 
they it's like a dark comedy and it's an occasionally true story but it's really funny there's like this um exchange where (laughs) she's calling herself Catherine the Great and someone's like that's kind of conceited and she's like well it would be if you weren't great (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) that's exactly what I'm talking about um so has Chad helped you take credit for your awesomeness or your greatness? You know what? Um, I, I feel like I have been working on taking compliments. Um, just like take them. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Agreed. And it's like store them away for the winter months when everything's gray. <laughs> you know? um, uh, yeah. I think that there's a certain grace that you can have when receiving compliments. And, um, yeah, I guess channeling Chad has been good with that too. And you just say, thank you and accept it. People have so much, I don't know. Have you seen that with your clients? Like people have a lot of trouble accepting compliments. Yeah. I'm actually so glad you mentioned that. Um, I have actually picked up a practice where I literally collect compliments. Yeah. I got this idea. I stole it from some podcast, but I call it a file of fabulous. And, um, I started it when I was feeling like when I first started my business and I was feeling like a little insecure about like the value of my work. And so I started handwriting every bit of positive feedback I got about my work into this notebook and you can't, you get y'all on the podcast, can't see it, but it's um, a wildflower notebook. So I like it because it's like a metaphor of like collecting my flowers. Um, but I handwrite every bit of positive feedback um, about my work so that I have a, a record I can refer to about why my work is great and what it means to people. And there's something about handwriting it that makes it stick more. And yeah. I'm trying to get um, more of my, my marketing confidence cheerleader clients, if they're feeling insecure about what their work means to people and the value of it, to start doing the same thing. Um, because I've noticed this thing where so many of them Well, they'll tell me in session, they'll tell me about some really beautiful, positive feedback someone will have given them about their work, but they'll like zip over it. Like it's no big deal or Mm -hmm. some accomplishment they just made. And they'll just like mention it really offhand without even pausing and then go straight to the problem or the challenge or the thing that's not working. And I'll be Mm -hmm. like, play that back. (laughs) (laughs) Let's um, highlight that. Let's acknowledge that why aren't we throwing a party for this? (laughs) And I think it's so in our habit, especially if we have like any perfectionist tendencies, um, if, if we have any worthiness challenges with ourselves, to, if, um, growing up, if we want to go really deep, if we felt like we had to earn our worth by achievement. (laughs) A lot of us are really in the habit of getting straight to the next thing after Mm -hmm. we achieve something or mark something Mm -hmm. straight to the next thing, Um, which is really hard to sustain long-term. It's hard on your body. It's hard on your spirit. It's hard on your heart. And so I would really love for all entrepreneurs um, to start really start noticing when the good stuff happens, no matter how small. Um, so if you want to steal this file of fabulous collecting your flowers idea, please go for it. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. And then also because everyone has good days and bad days, 
you always like pop it out on a bad day and just go back and reground yourself into reality instead of spinning out in your head. Yeah, I actually make myself read it before I price anything because pricing mm. is still something I have a, like a lot of um, emotional static around. So mm-hmm. I have to read my file of fabulous before I price anything. <laughs> that's my personal practice. <laughs> I love that. That is that's a really good tool. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Ellie, um, before I let you go, thank you so and Chad, um, Chad, <laughs> educating me on how to have a podcast. Um, um, thank you so much for coming and sharing your journey with the listeners. Is there any bit of advice you'd want to give people if they're feeling like they're self-sabotaging out of opportunities or they're noticing in themselves, like they need to chat? Is there any words of encouragement you'd like to leave people with? I would say, I know this really great marketing gal that can help you work on that from the inside out. Um, let me give you her email. <laughs> it's in the show notes, y'all. Um. <laughs> oh, I would just, I would say uh, kind of that, like lean on community and create your own community and, um, and don't be afraid to get help. And uh that has been helpful for me. And it sounds like it's been helpful for you, Isa. And, uh, uh, that that's about it. Tincture of Chad twice a day, three drops under the tongue. <laughs> and stay hydrated. And right. stay hydrated. Make sure at the end of every year, year to do a cleanse, <laughs> <laughs> something preferably witchy and naked. <laughs> All right, Ellie, how can the good people um, keep up with your work, uh, read your fabulous writings, let them know where they can follow along and, um, oh yeah, and anything about your book if you want to let them know. Oh, sure. Um, Yeah, I uh, would love any followers on Instagram to join the journey. I post my uh, writing and various fun opportunities for things to do around uh, Washington and Oregon mostly. And that's again, PNW underscore hedonism. Thank you, Chad. Um, and that's, that's probably the best place to follow me. I have, I have links to like my website and my portfolio from there, but I'm always open to freelance writing opportunities. Um, my book right now, I'm in the process of trying to either find a small press or a literary agent. Um, so that is my, that is my journey right now. And I don't, there's not much more to, I just have to keep on using my tincture of Chad and trying to reach out and sell it and do the good work. So and hopefully I will sell it and I will post about it on Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah. Chad's going to sell it for you. Don't worry. Right. I think he is. Oh my gosh. So handsome. He looks like a Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ellie. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your day. And- you too. Keep on doing your great work.
People are so lucky to have you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you got a lot out of it, make sure to follow Ellie and me and leave us a comment about your takeaways. Please let us know if you try out this tincture of Chad thing on something you've been feeling about imposter syndrome about in your own business. And as always, make sure to like, share, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this episode. And if you could use more confidence boosting in your business, there are three ways you can work with me as your personal cheerleader. You can join the squad, which is a fabulous community of excellently eccentric entrepreneurs doing the impossible in real time. You get access to mini marketing masterclasses, business labs, where we work on your actual marketing assets and make sense of your actual metrics. So no, this is not just fluff information. We are actually getting shit done in your business on the call. You get um, group cheerleading sessions where we vanquish slash tame whatever dragons are standing in the way between you and the marketing and sales that you want to bring you the kind of success, accolades, wealth, abundance, ease into your life that you're calling in. So whatever's standing in your way, be it strategic, tactical, or emotional, we will take care of it. If you'd prefer to work with me one-on-one, there is a VIP squad option where you'll have all of the squad perks plus a private text or email thread with me so I can give you all the support and hyping up you need to accelerate your results extra fast. You can also book a single one-on-one session with me. Look for the link for pep talk in a pinch in the show notes. Or for my highest touch, most accelerated business growth offer, you can get me as your personal marketing confidence cheerleader for 12 one-on-one sessions and season of support. Links for everything are in the show notes. Mm -hmm.